within a bleak and dismal era, hidden within the murky internet, lies the headquarters of the most sinister geeks of all time. A legion on Zoom. Excellent. Now to destroy the super friends one by one. <laughs> Ain't no done yet, me strongest man in world. The green light will be extinguished, and there will be left a new core, Sinestro. <laughs> All right. All right. Comic-Con. All right, we're back. This is the Legion on Zoom. Right, this is Miguel joined here with my boy Chez. This is Chez, indeed. Right, after we a week, you know, I think a week post after we recovered from going back to New York City Comic Con for whatever year in the road this may be. And so we're here, we're excited to share our thoughts about it and our experience. Obviously, Rod was with us too. Rod joined. Uh, 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 but he's here in spirit. For hours episode. later, he joined yes. us hours later, <laughs> he but did. he did show up. He did and get to see. Yeah, we did have to go over everything twice, which made me reabsorb the whole experience. So, like, I got to take a second look, which I think altogether, I we might have walked like five miles because I know my girlfriend hit like her 10,000 steps which I think that's like 5 miles, right? Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like about right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some shit like that. But anyway, Rod was there, we were there. Shit was awesome. The one thing that like the first initial thought that comes to mind that I want to address is that email that came out from Comic-Con where they had to cover their asses like everyone please wear masks. Right. Please make sure it's an N95. Dude, shit was way more packed than last year. People are over the whole pandemic. No one had a mask on. It was great. For real. I would say one out of 10 people maybe had a mask on, you know, like no, no, <laughs> no, nobody was really wearing the mask. Nobody gave a fuck. Nobody was enforcing it. And I don't know. I'm OK with it. Right now. It's been a week since we did that. And so we, we don't have we don't we didn't get COVID. So I guess <laughs> we're, we're good. Uh, yeah. And also, obviously, for the people out there, you know, we were there on Saturday. We didn't go all day. Word. I don't know if we'll do it one day, but I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> like one, no, no, one no, day no, no, is no, no, good no. enough. Like at this point, um, like oddly enough, like I've always wanted to go to Comic-Con, you know, like when I was a kid. Like it was one of those things that for some reason, like I just never thought would happen. And this is my third. So, so far, I've been on a Thursday, a Saturday and a Sunday. I've never been on a Friday. And after going once to each day, I can maybe do two days max. 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 I don't know how people do all those days. Like, yo, fuck you. Yo, if you're doing Thursday through Sunday at Comic-Con, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Not that there's like, anything like, maybe wrong yeah, with you, yeah, right? Because yeah, we did have no, no, some, like, several offer podcast friends. You know, we were bummed we didn't get to bump into them, but right, like the XY podcast, Power of X Men, yeah. uh, among others. Yeah, yeah, they, we, we we were happy to see them at least on on Instagram. But they were there every day. <laughs> it's now, like, oh well, damn. I mean, I was just about to say, you know, like I respect you if you do it, but Jesus Christ, come on, yeah, come on, <laughs> all the days. Oh God. You for me, I mean? for, for me, the, the biggest thing I think I, I could do two days, but only if there's like some really good panels and stuff for me to want to go to the next next day. Because if it's just to walk around eh, I don't think I'm on why I, I can just really do that once, like one day. And that's it. I don't, I don't need to do that twice. No, 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 because no. there's so much going on that I would give one day to each level. And by that, I mean the main floor and then the bottom, which is artist alley. So, because mm. to be honest, you could spend a whole day on each floor. Like, if you really want to take everything in, like, find out shit, get curious as fuck, like, really go, like, balls deep into each floor, you could probably do, you know, like, a day per floor or a floor per day. Whatever. I guess. I guess. All right. <laughs> we'll see. But we, 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 yeah, exactly. But we're excited to be back for what at least what was one day. It was a good day. Packed, busy. We want to talk about some of the highlights, right? Uh, you know, our uh, general feels about it. And then, you know, who did we meet? What did we get? And what were any specific comic-related news that came out of uh, uh, Comic-Con? And especially, actually, even in that day. Uh, but general feels, Chess, what did you think of this uh, third installment for you of, of New York City Comic-Con? 
it felt almost as good as my first because I had my first, then I had my second amidst the pandemic, which was wildly different. You know, like you can feel the vibe in the air. There was way less people. And then this one, like, I'm glad everything is back to almost normal. Um, I noticed a lack of DC stuff or I don't know if it's just me. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But like. Due to the fact like they both kind of pulled out a little bit, you know, because now there's like the D23 and then there's like fandom and all that crazy shit. Like I felt like. It was awesome, but it's going to be a little bit lacking as it goes forward. Or maybe I should expand like my palette a little bit because now I think it's also allowing a bit more room for like other IPs. You know what I mean? Like more anime and shit like that. Word. You know, like word. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like it was a weird combination is like I saw more shit that I'm not familiar with. So it opened my eyes, but I missed some things that I was kind of looking forward to. You know what I mean? It's like. It was a weird mix. Like, it was interesting. But I had a fucking blast, of course. It was awesome. Uh, I did right. a bullshit uh, Deathstroke uh, cosplay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I got some steps in. I ate a bomb-ass ice cream sandwich from Big Gay Ice Cream. And it was a good time all around. Right. Because this, this year, exactly, we, we didn't all go full on cosplay. But you at least were wearing, well, actually, the hoodie that you're wearing right fucking now. Tell us a little about that fucking hoodie, dude. That is because I have not showered since Comic-Con. Mm. I have not changed my clothes. I love Comic-Con so much that I want the sweat from that day on me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you didn't see your girlfriend this weekend. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I, I might be developing some kind of weird skin thing, but it's Whoa. for Comic-Con. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, no, so this hoodie is from uh, Super X Apparel which I keep begging for their sponsorship at this point is a reverse sponsorship. I pay them so I can wear their shit and promote them. <laughs> but uh, uh, this is the Slade hoodie, which it's way too tight on me. If you can tell by the post on our Instagram page, you can see my gut. Just, uh, <laughs> it's it's a tad majestic. I can <laughs> to say the least. But uh, yeah, so I did a Slade at the mall cosplay quote-unquote because <laughs> i only had you know like i had like this hoodie i had some black cargos i only had one gun you know and i had a backpack so it's like that's slade you know just doing this thing at comic-con oh and i had my paintball mask which you see in the pictures that's like uh i, I don't play paintball but i did i want to one day but <laughs> that's a dope ass mask i found on amazon i don't you are for real man that's good because I think for me that was one of the things that I noticed that that wasn't the same. This is the first time I didn't go in cosplay at all, and it, it was missing, man. Like I don't know, it does add to the experience to be there in cosplay with all your fellow cosplayers, and 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 it, I don't know, it was something I, I missed. So I, I do I feel now thanks to doing that, I am definitely going in cosplay forevermore. <laughs> Whenever there's another Comic Con next year, fuck yeah. I've come to discover that, like, I'm not a fan of doing elaborate cosplay. No, 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 no. Listen, man, if you want to fucking make a whole Gundam suit for yourself, I respect you. It enriches my time there, so go for it. But for me, like, I'm a fan of, like, that weird, like, parallel, like, you look like you're doing cosplay, but you're kind of just also wearing clothes. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm all, I'm all, I'm, exactly. Good <laughs> I was going to say, who was it that we saw? Um, Shaggy, the Shaggy cosplay yeah, yeah, that we yeah, saw yeah, several yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that was also just too lazy. Like, come on, it's literally just brown pants and a green shirt. That's it. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and just maybe like don't shave a little bit and exactly. Know, that's it. Like, come on now. But aside from that. I'm a fan of like a subtle cosplay. I don't think I'm gonna go too ham going forward. I'm thinking about just copying something from a Super X apparel every year, mm. and then just I wear some according like footwear and pants and so forth. I might do Thor next year. Oh shit, I'm down for that. For me, like yeah, because I'm I I like the ones the cosplays that are easy to do. That's just fucking a yeah, like, exactly. whatever I have at home. 
if I can just buy a couple of things and then that's it and then run with that because right because I've, I've gone as Daredevil before as Matt Murdock specifically so which is easy right a suit and yeah, just have thanks. to buy a fucking the the walking cane and then red glasses and the red shades yeah and obviously and then I shaved my beard for it which is like that's fucking e fine easy to do uh or trimmed it down at least and then and then I've done the 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 blacks you know the the rugged daredevil like you know just the the, the yep. swim you know the because no, he said the jogging type of black workout clothes which is also fucking easy to do right <laughs> yeah like, work. like i got season that two from netflix one yeah exactly yeah, exactly yeah. and so so yeah so so like i do i, I i'd love to do that again and i miss that because other than that like i did i love i love it was comic-con was fun it was a good time walking around i agree with you i was expecting a little bit more for i guess like some bigger dc presence just down on the show floor and that kind of stuff. I didn't really see much. At least we didn't walk by stuff really that we saw that. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like, like, and we walked almost the whole, like we saw, I would say we painted the vast majority of the con. You know right. what I mean? Like, like we covered that shit and it was very like, even black Adam shit was lacking. Yeah, exactly uh, right with know. the movie come on coming out and actually the the movie premiered in new york city like this week or like so just a few days after uh comic-con like uh you know like what, what what where was the black adam stuff right and also like i sent you i sent Chez earlier like this link about this whole sandman experience that they have or i don't even that, remember seeing that shit i don't remember seeing that at all i'm like wait what did we walk by that like where was that like and they lift describe it as a whole like experience like, like it was 15 a, rooms like homie where like, like what? whoa like what what was this you can transform a 10 to 15 minute time slot into something transportable and intriguing i saw on online on gizmodo i'm like i did not what the hell are you talking about yeah, I didn't yeah, see like, this line for that shit, but that does yeah. sound like the type of thing at Comic Con would have had like a hour and a half queue. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but at least for me, what the things that I did love, especially from this year, was the people that we met. I think Word. that was awesome, especially because for me, I got to meet one of my fucking heroes, the fuck my favorite writer, Jonathan Hickman. Woo! You may know him more recently from all the awesome stuff he did with X Men: The House of X, Powers of Ten. All the change of the Krakoa era. He's done incredible runs with fucking the Fantastic Four, with the Avengers, Secret Wars, all of that was Jonathan Hickman. And he's had awesome fucking just independent work with East of West, the uh, Manhattan Projects. I'm a big fucking fan of Jonathan Hickman. And he was there. He was right fucking there. The and man actually was there. Made the line. I'm against lines. I don't like fucking making a line, <laughs> especially just the, I don't know, just the, no, I'm like not with it. But for him, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make the fucking line to shake this man's hand and get his signature and buy some of his shit. That was that was for me the highlight of the whole fucking thing, the Comic-Con. And you definitely did buy some of his shit. You spent, I think it was like 100 bucks almost at that booth. Hell yes, exactly. So Signatures and shit. What was exciting about that, too, because now he was there present, uh, uh, promoting his independent stuff that he's been doing through his sub stack. So it's not even through Image, which is called Three Worlds, Three Moons, which is a co-creation of him with Mike Del Mundo artist and with the other artist, Mike Huddleston. And they had some dope ass books. It's just a trippy ass art. Go follow us on Legion on Zoom on Instagram. And you can see some cool little videos uh, of, of the books that I bought uh, from them crazy it's this big sci-fi epic like world building fantasy thing and it's just it was just really cool awesome art and if you love jonathan hickman like you'll know like the kind of he goes into detail like in in the into the deep end when he's creating his worlds for instance for this new book world uh, a thing you know he provided this big ass like bible thing called the source book where it basically describes all the laws and the culture of the worlds that he's writing into where the story is going to be set and even that's wild even includes the alphabet because it's obviously like an <laughs> alien language and includes yeah. and includes two different alphabets that are being used across the fucking worlds and Describes each. There's basically, you know, three worlds, three moons. So it's three worlds and three moons. And so yeah. each world has it has its own culture and its own like the economy, the, like all of this crazy shit. The religion. It's intense. I love it, man. I love it. So I'm very so fucking happy to to meet him. We gave him a sticker. So who knows? Facts. Who knows? Down the road, you'll be seeing him here 
<laughs> sitting with us to yeah. talk about shit. That seed was planted via sticker. Yeah, man. And the other cool uh, meet that we did was actually thanks to that. While waiting in line, I noticed that a few people behind me, there was none other than Diedrich Bader, who he you mm-hmm. may have known him from if you're a 90s kid, you know, like us, you know, in fucking the dairy. The, 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 what was his first name? Drew Carey. The Drew Carey yeah. show. The Drew Carey show. Yo, from back in the day. But you've known him as well within the comic book world as the voice of Batman in both Batman, the Brave and the Bold, and currently in Harley Quinn, uh, uh, the series on HBO Max. I still haven't heard of his Batman. I have to check out his Batman voice. It's good. It's good. I like him on Harley Quinn. Yeah, because I never watched Batman Brave and the Bull. That Rod, Rod has spoken highly about it. <laughs> That's it. I, I refuse to watch that Harley Quinn cartoon. Why? <laughs> I like, I don't know. Was, uh, I don't want to get into it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll do so at another time. But it's like, it's just, eh. but I, I am curious <laughs> about his Batman voice. It's like that whole like Harley Quinn as like a weird good guy thing is like no she's yeah. insane. It's like it feels weird the right, way right, they right, try right, to right. like turn that character into something like you know if anything they could have made her like a major villain. You know what I mean? But to put her in this weird gray area they've put her in and to try to push that it it just like it feels odd. You know what I mean? Like. She should have been a straight bad guy. Like, instead of them even creating punchline to begin with, they could have just given us, like, a very, like, a progressively more evil Harley Quinn. I will actually say, though, then, you know, because of that, you may like the show, though, because the show is the most, the most, like, villainous Harley Quinn that we've had in a while. Because, like, Harley mm-hmm. Quinn in the movies, Harley Quinn in the, sh- in the in the comic books is very much a hero now, you know, uh, either a vigilante slash hero. At least in the show, she's still a villain pretty much. Like She does still do fucked up things. And so I kind of like that. Um, but it's like a comedy. So it's it's entertaining. It's fine. She's not she's not by no means a hero <laughs> in the show. But doesn't she all. like a like a partner up with Batman and shit in some episodes? I think I've seen some screenshots or something like that. A little bit, but it's just complicated and stupid. <laughs> it's just uh, okay. It, gotcha. Fair. Yeah, no, no. It's like it's like Rick and Morty, like for for like comic book stuff, you know. Like it's 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 just crazy. Whatever. But, anyway, right? But we met Dietrich Bader, yeah. who does Batman from that show. He was waiting in line. Good guy was waiting in line for his son too, because I remember seeing his son That's show epic. up. And then him going like, no, no, go go walk around. I'll make the line for you. I'll text you when I'm close. And I'm like, ah. Good dad right there, man. Shit. Yo, and just as soon as Miguel told me that at the con, I almost shed a tear because I was like, I don't think my dad would have ever done that for me at Comic-Con. <laughs> for real, dude. Our dads wouldn't even be there. <laughs> would have been, been like, what the fuck am I doing here? Shut the fuck up. Go get and my dude, yo, 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 look what that says about Bader, yo. He's a celebrity. What I mean, I could say B-list. You could say, you yeah, know I, mean? I think so. Yeah. And homie was online humbly and told his kid like now nah, that's crazy that's yeah good guy Diedrich Vader man facts <laughs> he's the yo, Batman good, we need dude word you're good guy good dad yeah, damn for real man that's probably what Thomas Wayne was like <laughs> oh let's cast him as Thomas Wayne in the <laughs> fucking DCU you know what man. I guess I could see that I could I, see him in some iteration it. of Thomas Wayne I could see it I could see it too all right, so besides them, so those were cool, you know, you know, uh, DJ Raider surprise sighting. Another thing, we were able to see some artists, like, you know, meet some artists in person. We got to see Dan Mora, our our fucking Lord. favorite Costa Rican artist, man, that we our had boy. him on the show uh, last year. Our right? friend at this point. Fucking illustrates awesomely, did the Future State Batman, uh, the, the Detective Comics, uh, has his own independent stuff, like with Kieran Gillen with the Once in Future up over at, yep. um, and boom. And then, and then, right now he's he's with Mark Wade, man, the legendary Mark Wade, doing a Batman Superman comic book, and so we got to see him. He was right there, cool dude, like very tall for what I. Expected. Yo, I was just I was just thinking that he was way taller than I thought it was gonna be. 
Yo, and Mora, you're yeah. a tall dude, yo. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> man. You're tall, dude. You're tall, man. <laughs> yo, but he was good guy. Good to see him. Word. Um, and so hopefully, we'll, we'll, we'll we talked with him about having him back on the show, uh, to talk about his next upcoming stuff. So, that, so that'd be that'd be cool. In a weird way, I was surprised that he remembered us, but you know what? <laughs> but, but then at the same time, it's like, I wonder how many interviews Dan Mora has done, right? Right, you know, because like. It's not like we still have that uh awesome fucking magazine around. What was it? A uh, wizard. wizard. Right. Oh my god, which should make a comeback. That'd be awesome. Um, I think they might have a website still up. I don't know. Like I haven't even searched them in a long ass time. Um, but yeah, like I was I was a little bit surprised that he remembered us and he was super gracious. Yeah, like he remembered gracious. us right away. I was like, oh shit, like hey, is Dan Mora? But yeah, yeah it was great dope. to see him again. Yeah, hopefully we have hope to have him back soon. And I'm super glad that he's just getting a bit more successful over time. Yo, he's so, killing it. Yeah. From when we met him, he's like straight up ascended, man. He's, you know, he's working with some of the greats, man. Come on. He's illustrating Batman and Superman, dude. Like the two biggest Word. fucking characters in the DC fucking comic book universe, man. Like, come on. Like, who else? But would he you know, I think the next thing for him to do would be Justice League. If he does Justice League, then that's it. Because then that's yeah, it. He's, he, he's he's illustrating all of them, you know, like all yeah, the greats. God damn. All right, but so we had a good time seeing Dan, and hopefully we'll have him back on the show. Another guy that we saw that I met, I was so fucking excited about. I would love to have him on the show. Uh, uh Daniel Warren Johnson. I am a huge fan of this man's art. You may have seen his some of his work right now, like in Marvel. He because what's amazing about him is Daniel Warren is an is a writer and he's an artist. And so and he does all of it in his books. And so for Marvel, he did the Better Ray Bill a uh, 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 limited series that came out, I think about a year or two years ago to, uh, right now. He's doing right now one for DC where it's like a Jurassic uh like Jurassic League. It's just so random Elseworld story where <laughs> Justice League are dinosaurs, <laughs> but it's what cool. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, his art is fucking epic. It's just very action packed, and he, and his independent work is what I love a lot. Um, you know, he's done this one. Uh, it's called um uh, Murder Falcon, which is it because he's into metal. He's very much into metal. He plays guitar. Stop. Yo, you had me at Murder Falcon. Murder Falcon, dude. <laughs> and the whole book, it's fucking the whole story is about th- these um. <laughs> monsters basically coming from I don't remember where is it coming from is it like some kind of hell I gotta remember this where they can only be defeated by metal <laughs> so it's like this this dude summons by playing epic riffs on his guitar oh that's awesome murder falcon to come out which is this epic what you think of a murder falcon is this fucking epic falcon ass dude with a guitar a metal fucking arm and then just fights these monsters that's and then epic but then every member of the band, like the bass player, the drummer, cre- get their own kind of like avatars, murder falcons that just fucking fight. It's awesome. And the stories are, have so much heart. Like it also has to do with people getting sick and cancer. And it's like it's just it's just awesome, crazy shit. He's right now has a book called Do a Powerbomb, which I'm loving it. I'm buying it as it comes out. And it's about wrestling. It's a, so if you're a fan of WWE, the, you know, back in the WWF and that kind of shit. Or just also like in Mexico, luchas libres, right? And yeah, uh, uh, this book is for you. So it's just basically the story. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the story of this girl who her mom died in an accident in in a wrestling match, and then she wants to become a wrestler herself. Uh, and then this demon dude basically summons wrestlers from across the multiverse to come for this epic battle to the death. And then basically whoever wins gets to bring back a loved one from the death. And so now it's her and her dad, who he, she doesn't know her dad is a wrestler because he's like he's the person who accidentally killed her mom, which is his Woo-hoo. wife. It's fucking layered as fuck, you know, because he wears a mask. Right. And so and he yeah. plays the evil character. Right. He's like a bad yeah. guy in wrestling. So now they're fighting together going through these matches of wrestling uh, uh, to advance. And they're f- fighting crazy fucking, like, it's a tag team, obviously, and so they're fighting gorillas from fucking other universes. It's medieval people. It's insane. It's a lot of fun. What the it's fuck? Fun. That's wild. Yeah, so I got to meet him. Very happy. I spoke with him about comic books, about fucking guitars. And the other very cool thing, he had some little good small books to give away for free. 
uh, um, you know, that that were Star Wars. He had a little little um, uh, 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 Luke Skywalker story of old man Skywalker. Uh, yeah, so it was fucking dope to have that, obviously, because I'm a big Star Wars fan. And so so it's all, all fucking great, man. So that was those are the people that like we actually got to meet and like talk with and all good people, great people. Um, besides that, there was another one, right? So we had also the legend, the God himself, Gene Lee, who was there. <laughs> was in Artist Alley, but for those of you who've been to Comic-Con, um, and you know how Artist Alley's arranged, is just a bunch of small booths. They're all right next to each other. You know what I mean? And, and it's just like a bunch of banners. But for Jim Lee, he was in a corner totally blocked off with like black curtains he had his own line and we did not meet him but i swear to you i made eye contact yeah i, made I saw eye that. contact with Jimmy. like the dark part of my eyes and the dark part of his eyes like what was it what like the pupil our shit's connected <laughs> yes. so he and knows I, i'm alive and i noticed it because i saw i saw chess all of a sudden start to glow and he's like, he just his, 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 he started slouching. You got upright. You just started to ascend a little bit from your feet off the ground. So then I noticed, I'm like, oh, that's right. Because Jim Lee bestowed a look upon you. <laughs> just Bro, fucking. I got home and tried to draw, and I could draw a bit better. <laughs> because I made eye contact with Jim Lee. Uh, that's probably why they had him behind such special shit you know Word! because you can't you can't have that power out there in the wild like that man you gotta you just can't have that many artists like no like, no no like, you just can't give that fucking talent away that's crazy <laughs> you think that because i could draw a little bit better he could draw a little bit worse it's probably something like that man some some shit like that's happening probably <laughs> like it. he's pissed or something right now Facts. oh my god we but saw brendan fraser from far away from far away, man. You know, he was going to be Firefly in the now never to be seen Batgirl movie, which Word. was fucking exciting. Because, like, besides that, we know him, at least within the comic book world, as, you know, um, in Doom Patrol, as as the voice of um, what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Clyde. I, have, <laughs> I don't remember. I have no idea. I completely forgot. But if I, you don't know Brendan Fraser from Doom Patrol. Maybe you know him from a uh, George of the Jungle, or oh, well, well, Ro- Ro- Robot Man. Robot Man is is the name, but but what's what's the real name of the character? No, yeah, yeah, I definitely don't know. I've never been a Doom Patrol watcher. Uh, Even Cliff... I heard is great from you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cliff yeah, Steel, yeah. Cliff Steel. Yeah, 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 exactly. I stopped actually. I stopped watching Doom Patrol. It was good. It just but there's just too much out there. But Brendan Fraser is fucking great in it, man. And yeah. Yes, of course, the mummy. Come on, man. The mummy. And even before that, Encino Man and like Word. Be- Be- Bedazzled, right? What was it? <laughs> I've seen I've seen Bedazzled way too many times. <laughs> that movie was pretty epic. Yeah. I'm glad he's made a comeback, though. Mm-hmm. I'm actually re- I'm excited to see the movie that he's going to he's gonna, supposeded to come out soon called The Whale. It's supposed to be a very good drama. And apparently he's gotten like all kinds of standing ovations in the premieres and Damn. shit. People are saying that this is like his best acting. You know, he might get an Academy Award for it. So I'm like, oh, fucking Brendan Fraser. Yes. Yes. Let's go. Right, fucking right, right. awesome comeback story by a really well-deserved fucking dude. Right. Um, We may have seen the creator of Invincible, Ryan Otley. We're not sure if that was him, (laughs) but he was under the Ryan Otley banner. (laughs) Actually, I'm Googling it right now to see. You know what? I don't know. Shit. (laughs) I'm just seeing photos of a guy that I'm like, is that him? Oh, I don't know, dude. Which leads... To yes, one of many chess rants, like <laughs> the ones you've heard in the past. So I have this beef, right? And I noticed it at Artist Alley. Why the fuck under the name doesn't it say if they're writer or like the artist or like the penciler or like the inker or whatever? Because a bunch of these people do not, they do not have their fucking, you know, like any picks up anywhere, like you have to find their Instagram, and even that shit is hard to find because even though they're some of the best artists in the world, for some reason, they're not that well-recognized as much as they should be. And, it, like, it's so weird. Like, 
I'm down there and I'm seeing like all these epic names and I'm like, is that that person? Right. Like right. I have no idea. Oh, and also we met Umberto Ramos. We forgot to mention that. Mm, yeah. Facts. Yeah. I was um, at the panel when that happened, actually. So you, oh, that was yeah, you yeah, and Rod. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, and Rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that reminds me, dude, I'm bringing a crimson volume to the next comic con. Oh no, I was because there I right, right, right. Because we most... told him about that. We told him about crimson. We asked if he's gonna make a comeback with crimson, like a, or a TV show, right, <laughs> or a movie. Yeah, and word. He straight and up he... said no. <laughs> <laughs> Such an amazing IP. But anyway, dude, come on, like yo, under the banner, put that they're writer or the artist or some shit. No one knows what these people really kind of look like. Their images aren't out there, like, really in any way. It would be extremely helpful if I knew who the fuck I was looking at. Yeah, man. Yeah, That's exactly. It. And rant. Because also, like, even, you know, even, you know, like, for me, like, I am, you know, obviously, I all know my most of them. the ones that I follow. I'll know. But, you know, even some like I, I love Brian Otley, but I'm like, I don't really know what he looks like. <laughs> and, and then and then because then at least at these at these tables, there's usually a, more than one person there. Right. And because so they're like, so fucking tight together, like people right next to each other and shit. Yeah, but not even the artists, right? There's also like people there too, like that who, work who, for them, uh -huh, like the right? For helping shit, yeah. them sell and change. So if they're sitting down, like unless they're in the moment drawing, then I'm like, oh, then that's fucking Ryan Otley, right? But then it's like, yeah. I don't know, are you just saving his chair, like, or like, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> is, that, is that you or not? And also, I remember like the rant they started to like when I don't remember who they were. I think there were two writers next to each other. I think one of them might have been Seb Wells, and you were like. Wait, like, oh, is that what they draw? And it, had, and it was an illustration of Spider-Man by, by John Romita Jr. And I'm like, no, no, that's that's John Romita's Spider-Man. And, and, and you were like, well, what the <laughs> fuck? Why is it? <laughs> what? Like, like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's the current writer for Amazing Spider-Man, you know? And you're like, oh, all right. But you're like, well, why Why doesn't it say that? Like, why? why <laughs> yeah, like, like, how would I know? Like, how would I know? What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. Right, I don't, know. I don't know. At least something that says maybe writer. Yeah, you're right. Or like artist. You know, I don't know. Something more than just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, word. And who was that in the background that I just saw scurrying? Would you oh, like to make some? Do you want to make some small introductions? Hell, you don't yeah, have to man. go get them, but no, no, I'm not because they're they're like doing they're running around so exactly because I finally have increased my family by two. I have Woo! now adopted. Two new kittens, legit kittens. They're like nine weeks old right now, which is crazy. I've never had kittens before. Because I those for those of you who've been watching us, following us for a while, you guys have known, you know, I had Esteban who passed away yeah. back in April. And the poor right, guy had heart disease. Yeah. Rest in peace. Power boy. Um, so now I've healed, but I'm like, now I I need I need to, you know, Esteban was such a big cat, you know, that you know, we needed two cats to fill his space <laughs> rather than one. And so they're it running around. So they're, they're, they're being chaotic, but they're adorable. They're great kitties. It's a boy and a girl. The boy is called Zumi Gonzalez or Zoom Zoom because uh, he's fucking like Speedy Gonzalez. But this is like the the, the, the Puerto Rican version. Exactly. Exactly. The version that's not like we're not going to get sued by by Warner Brothers. Right. Yeah. And then and then we have barbecue or barbacoa uh, for the for the girl. And so you'll be seeing a lot more of them just fucking running around. Welcome and. Glad you're back on your feet regarding that, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. And of course, while at Comic Con, we spent some motherfucking money. As we told you before, we go spend the hefty sum at Jonathan Hickman's booth. Oh, Lord, yeah. And did you get anything else aside from that? The only, no, the things that I bought were only those and then you know we'll talk about later and i attended a panel but at the end of the marble panel they gave us a a, a comic book uh, uh x-men red uh, uh uh but a variant cover the latest issue was x-men red i think seven that had come out that week and they, they just gave us a variant cover so that was cool but other than that i didn't buy anything oh and i got a free sampler from the del rey star wars publishing books <laughs> so i'm looking oh, forward to reading that uh, but awesome. that's it. But you, you tell us what you got, bro. Well, I was thinking about buying, you know, like a mystery box while I was there. Well, I mean, I did buy a mystery box, but I was thinking about buying like a theme box while I was there. But I didn't go for it. I just wasn't like, eh, because 
the one I got at the last Comic Con, I think it was like a Nintendo one. I wasn't too happy with the shit in it. Mm. So I spent like 10 bucks on a mystery box. I got like a kind of snazzy Zelda wallet that in no way I would wear outside the house just because of like it, it doesn't feel sturdy enough, but it has <laughs> like a cool it's like gonna work on it. Yeah. So I might use it as, you know, like to hold like documents in the house. But I did expand my pop collection to pop number two, which people go on YouTube so you can see what the fuck is going down. Uh, Oh, fucking lights. If you can see it, let me see. Uh, (laughs) The the green screen thing is acting up. What's happening? You've disappeared. Let me turn off my virtual background, folks. All right. here. He's going to show us his second Funko, finally. Oh, oh, there we go. Darth fucking Bather, man. And mind you, oddly enough, I was trying to stay away from, like, the... Like the younger Darth Vader, you Mm. know, like the Anakin. I mean, it's always Anakin, but, you know, like the hidden... Yeah, there you go. Like the hidden Christians in Darth Vader. And that's actually the one I ended up getting. But... (laughs) It ended up being like, you know what? Actually, fuck it. I prefer this one. And oddly enough, this one feels a little bit heavier than my Hulk one. I don't know why. Oh, yes, because this this one is apparently based from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which, as all you know, this is this is obviously way before episode four. Uh, 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 and so that's and it's a fucking badass. Actually, Funko. like I'm actually thinking like I, I would I would actually get it, too. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 539. Should I unbox it? I think so. Why not? You should. I don't know. Like, ah, uh, wait. Look, for it. Straight, straight of fucking unboxing. So I'm unboxing trying... porn right now. For those of you, you can check us out on YouTube. You can see Chess attempt to unbox his Darth Vader Funko. Uh, already did it. Didn't rip anything. And the value has just dropped significantly <laughs> for the Funko Word. for any potential resale. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. It's about YOLO. YOLO. Right, man. Oh, shit. I think it it actually is a bobblehead. Oh, word. Okay. I'm very surprised. Yo, that shit is big. So, man, that's great. Darth Vader Funko. It's a really badass one, man. Oh, nice. It is a bobblehead. And it has a little lightsaber. Ah, the red lightsaber. Yes. So, see, these are some of the things. This is why you go to New York City Comic Con. You can get that anywhere, of course, but not like the one... A yeah. New City comic. And comic. what's interesting about this Funko is that it has a stand. Oh. It has a little platform. That's that's actually kind of interesting. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> now, and now my reboxing while Miguel talks some shit. <laughs> all right. So those, those are some good stuff we all got, right? And then the other, you know, it was also fun because we also had with us, you know, uh, 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 you know, honorary legionnaire for the day, Amanda, uh, a chess well, girl, well, was there and collecting independent artist work really niche like you know from minority women exclusively exactly exactly from potentially women of color supporting their artistry with actually some cool shit man we saw some we saw her randomly just walk away and come back with some awesome stuff uh we should we should have looked up like what were the name of the artists uh uh, but they were cool like what was the little wood thing that she had that had like it was a what was wonder woman no she had one no no no, yeah she bought i think uh kamala khan this year yeah, it was like ah, yes. this, uh, like custom, like pencil drawing that's colored in, and then it's cut out and it's put on a block, and then it, it's like a covered in like a resin or something. Mm. So it's like a really awesome like block paper cut up figure. But yeah, it was like it was. A, she basically bought a shit ton of art, and very few was actually comic related. I think that might have been like the only comic related piece, which goes to show that Comic Con, it's not just about, you know, like the big names, you know, like a Marvel or a DC or anything like that. It's also about just art in general. Cause at the end of the day, all the shit is about art. Exactly. Exactly. And our love for all that. So support all your independent local artists. You never know if they're going to be the next big thing. And even if not, they make awesome fucking shit, man. And so still support them, man. We need art for the world to fucking still be what it is, man. Yeah, facts. I was actually kind of shocked at all the cool shit she found that had nothing to do with anything that we've ever discussed on the show. <laughs> she, yeah. she basically be, like just fucking began like 
like curating a gallery of sorts. It was pretty wild. Oh, no, so I forgot to mention, I got a really cool stainless steel um um Green Lantern ring. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes, yes. Yo, that yeah. Green Lantern ring was dope, man. Yeah. <laughs> How did we forget that? I was fucking debating on whether I should buy that shit on Amazon forever. But then I saw it at Comic-Con and I was like, oh, shit. You know what? It's the same ring I was, I've always fucking been thinking about. I'm going to get it. And do it man. It's pretty dope. Man. I'm not showing it on camera because I'd have to get up because it's on another part of my room. But it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, so yeah, so those were the the, the things that we loved the most, and then the last the last thing we, that we we enjoyed at least from New York, uh, New York City Comic Con. I really love going to the panels. I love the panels because especially the comic book panels. I'm like, yeah, sure, the TV stuff it's cool, movie stuff is cool, but I love the comic book ones because right, this is where it all fucking started from comic books. It's good to go see the writers, the artists talk about their stuff, and so at least on that day we had two ones. One you know I wasn't able to go the Superman one. Um, because mm. it was just in a smaller room, and so they got packed too soon. Yeah, word. And I don't like making lines; I just wasn't there for that. Uh, but that was—I heard it was good. I—I I saw a lot of the news about it. Actually, um, uh, it would have been cool to have seen in it because I think we saw Dan Mora before. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Dan Mora—they're gonna make a big change to all the Superman books. Uh, and Dan Mora helped to basically come up with a lot of new costumes for the Superman family. Uh, and so, you know, it's up online, you know, we'll be posting that on our Instagram too, so you can check it out, but it's really cool, dope new suits for like John Kent, right? Superman's son for Supergirl Kara as well for Connor Kent, the, the clone that's like half Lex, half, half, uh, <laughs> Superman, all kinds of new suits. And actually, apparently they're creating these two new characters called the twins. And they're like two kids who are twins, a boy and a girl, um, who are like wearing the Superman crest and, I don't know what's up with that. And and so we'll see what happens. And and the biggest thing is like right now, if you've been loving action comics and Superman written by Philip John uh, Kennedy Johnson, I guess his run is ending because now Joshua Williamson, who's like the main architect right now for DC Comics, he's been writing yeah. right now, especially this big ass event right now, the Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths and shit. And uh, he's going to be writing Superman from moving forward, which is like, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm actually not a big fan of Joshua Williamson. Why is that? I, you know, because I read his Flash. He 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 wrote Flash for a long time, which apparently mm. a lot of people loved. I I didn't love it. It's a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I felt it's a lot of very superficial things, like like if, for something like the Dark Crisis, which is a big ass event. Like that's fun because it's a big event and there's so many yeah. people going on. It's and it's fucking over the top. <laughs> fucking stakes right like it's yeah. just insane um that's fine but like for like a character driven story like i don't i don't know i didn't feel he went really into depth with like it was very superficial very allen i don't know like i just didn't get i didn't love it i didn't i thought it was very simple and just kind of lame <laughs> just not great and no. so i don't know we'll see how he does does with superman do you think he cares that you feel that way? I'm pretty sure he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't give a fuck, man. Because I, I know other people have complained. <laughs> and look, he, he's still becoming more and more. Like, he's come on. He's going to be writing Superman. That's a big-ass book, man. And the other big well, thing that they changed for that, too, because apparently now Tom Taylor has been writing, which we talked about Tom Taylor before. Do our show, please. Amazing writer. Uh, he's been writing the Superman um, John Kent book, Son of Kal-El, uh, uh, which has, you know, you've heard seen probably in the news about because like he made John Kent be bisexual or, or gay and uh, oh, uh, and all that. So that book is coming to an end. Uh, but then he's going to write a miniseries following that. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. And the most exciting, what does Tom Taylor do after this with some rumors saying that he might then write Justice League? which I would be all fucking on board for. I haven't read a Justice League book in a minute. I have to jump back in. Because, like, those books, like, there's so much epicness all the time yes. that, like, even if you're not following any books, if you jump into a Justice League book, you're getting everything all at once all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so oh, I man. definitely might hop into that with Tom Taylor. Yes. 
Uh, so hopefully, if that's the case, hopefully he ends up being the new creative for Justice League. All right. And then the last, last thing is that I did get to go to the Marvel's Next Big Thing panel, which was cool. They had, uh, you know, uh, a Seb Wells, who's writing Spider-Man right now. Gary Dugan, who's writing the X-Men right now. Uh, the cats are killing each other right now. Here, I'm hearing some little squeaks <laughs> from the kitchen. Regulate. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and 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 uh, and they had editors there, too, as well. And. And it was okay. It was all right. It was okay because it kind of the same thing. Actually, I'm not. I'm not. I love Seb Wells. He wrote Hellions, which is a great book. I'm not loving his Amazing Spider-Man. Actually, go to our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. I've been reviewing almost every issue of his run on Amazing Spider-Man, and you've seen my emotional roller coaster. Where some books I've loved, some some of his issues I have not. Generally, actually, I don't like it. I don't like his Amazing Spider-Man, and so he yeah. was there to tease this Spider-Man X-Men event. Which is like, uh, okay, I guess. Like, I I, I wasn't <laughs> that excited about. It. Like, it's like the clone of Spider-Man, Ben Riley, came back, and he's a villain again, and he's teaming up with Jean Gray, Jean Gray's clone, Madeline Pryor, who came back as well, that, and they're gonna, messy. yeah, <laughs> it's just these two clones, uh, trying to take over the city, I guess, and so then Spider-Man and X-Men will try to stop their clones, and mm. it's like, oh, all right. Sure. What bugs me about that is like it's the two clones from the two most complex clone sagas in Yo. all of comicdom. <laughs> Yo, it's like, yeah, like man, why? Like, what? Like, what? Why are you doing this to <laughs> like, yourself, do? man? <laughs> like this is too much. This is gonna be too. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that, and I'm gonna read it though. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> the one, ex the one thing I was very excited about is that they teased more information of this next X Men event that's happening. I think starting in January, it's called Sins of Sinister. It's basically, if you all remember Age of Apocalypse back in the '90s, which basically what ended up happening back in that day was that the past was changed, and then basically Xavier died, and there was no X Men, and then Apocalypse ruled the world. Yeah. And what happened then? All the current X Men books were stopped and then they changed into these age of apocalypse versions of their books which They're gave us the blue epic ass archangel with the metal wings well no we already had him from before bro yeah that that archangel oh, already really? happened yeah oh yeah apocalypse did that to him yeah but way before in in the in oh, their okay. own in the x-factor run of the x-men book yeah 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 it actually gave us uh nate gray he was one of the uh the a different alternate version of cable that didn't have the organic virus thing on him but we digress. But the Sins of Sinister event is basically the same idea. It's kind of like the same idea. It's different futures uh, or this one different future where Sinister basically rules and, and it's just kind of seeing it, it, it played out differently, which I'm, I'm on board, man, because I'm loving X-Men right now, especially the books. This is going to be led by Kieran Gillen and uh, Al Ewing, uh, uh, who been they've been and I think Gary Dugan's involved as well. But but they're writing a great book, especially Kieran Gillen with his um, Immortal X-Men. I'm looking forward to this future of Sinister. And and the books are changing. Some of the books are gonna change. Um, you know, like the the Way of X book, which no, not Way of X, Legion of X, which is the Sy Spirit book, which we talked about before, is changing to Nightcrawlers or something else. So they're all warping to these oh, different versions. And so it looked fun. I'm excited for that book. Uh and then the last just little little teases that they gave us is they're finally we're getting a new Guardians of the Galaxy book, which I'm a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. I want to play the game. Yo, play the game. The blink. The game is so fun. The game is really good. Better than the movies. <laughs> really? I, 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 I didn't like the second movie. Like, so. <laughs> I'm tempted to like start that game this evening. Do it. You do it, man. It was a good book. I mean, it was a good game, and and I'm excited for the book. They didn't say anything about who's the creative, so that'll be cool. And then the other big one is. Is that in summer of 2023, they're going to have an X-Men event called the Fall of X, which a lot of people think that means that's going to be the end of the Krakoa era. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, I know. So it's well, I don't I hope not. I think it'll be too soon for it to end. But as long if, if it's a good story, I'm with it, man. But... Well, I mean. Going from like their own island and being such a dominant force, what do you think? Like all of like all of the mutants are going to go. Damn, dude. I don't know. I guess like that. Because they can't go back to a mansion yeah, up in exactly. Westchester, like, you know? Like, come I'm on. calling it. They're going to get their own dimension. Ooh. I don't know how. 
they're gonna get like like a world on like a different plane or some shit like some weird like it's gonna be like their own world of some sort they kind of did that already once actually a little oh, bit shit. so because Ileana Rasputin right Colossus's sister yeah. She rules limbo, which is this, you know, dimension of basically it's kind of like a hell ish type of dimension. Yeah. So she rules limbo. And then during this one, the Inhumans versus X-Men event, they all basically ended up moving to limbo. And so then they lived in limbo for a while. The the X-Men, which is kind of like what you're saying. And and technically, the mutants also own Mars right now, basically, too, which is called Arako. So, ah, so, yeah. So it or it may just finally transition to Araco. I know, like, I know. All right? together. Which will kind of be weird that it's like it's just them. And then there's Earth. <laughs> I don't know. Well, but regardless, that's gonna I'm, be wild. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm check it out. Exactly. I'm gonna check it out. Hopefully, hopefully it's as long as it's a good story, man. I'm fucking sold with it, man. But but it was cool to be. That's what I love about being at Comic Con, like being at the panel, seeing the writers talk, try to say what they can, revealing all these cool covers. Uh, the new titles kind of giving us idea of what's in store for the future. Like, cause also like the Spider-Man event, something I'm a little bit excited about. Like they did mention how it's going to be actually tied with Venom too. And, and the current Venom book is kind of cool. Yeah. It's a bit of a trip. It's written by Al Owing with Ram uh, V. And so I didn't know that. So I'm like, Oh shit. All right, cool. I'm a little bit more interested in this event, but, but all right. All right. And that's fucking Comic-Con folks. She was That's awesome. Right. She was great. Hopefully, we get to go back in another year. Hopefully, th there's not another pandemic. Hopefully, there's no nukes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hopefully, there's no nukes. For uh, the sake of Comic-Con. Exactly. Uh, All right. So, exactly. So, go follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, Legion on Zoom, at Legion on Zoom, right? Um, we have some on in our Instagram. We posted a, a couple of reels of the things that we did at Comic-Con. So go see some of these photos that we have with all these awesome people that we we met, all the things that we bought, all, all the kinds of stuff. And, you know, hit us up. Let us know what, what were the things you liked the most about Comic-Con. What was your experience like either on our Instagram or, or shoot us an email, legiononzoom at gmail.com. And, and we always love, love to hear from all of you. Word. With that being said, this is Chez. Yo, this is Miguel. Peace. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.